بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على شرف الأنبياء والمرسلين محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا فما بعد ما بدن سيستس we are reaching the last ten nights of Ramadan al-Kareem and uh, in those nights among the odd nights Rasulullah sallallahu told us is Laylatul Qadr one of the odd nights he did not sallallahu alaihi specify a particular night he didn't say it is the 21st or the 27th or the, or the 29th or the 25th he said one search for the Laylatul Qadr in the last 10 nights of Ramadan and out of them in the odd nights of the 10 nights given that we have moon sighting uh, on different days in different parts of the world effectively it can be any of those 10 nights because what is an odd night in one place would be an even night in some other place the key thing therefore is to maximize the benefit of those 10 nights and ensure that we spend all those 10 nights uh, if not the entire night but then definitely a large part of the night in the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala jala jalaluhu in dhikr in salah in tilawat al-quran and so on and so forth and at least minimum not spend it doing something which is either sinful or uh, which is a wasteful thing you know uh, watching this and that tv program or talking about all kinds of uh, worldly things, politics and whatnot. That is the basic minimum. At least don't ruin it if you can't make something good out of it. And of course, we can and should make something good out of it because this is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent it to us. Now see the hikmat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We know the hadith. Everybody knows this. That Rasulullah heard some argument happening in the masjid outside his house. Uh... It was argument between two of the Sahaba. Uh, different names have been mentioned. That's not important. Uh, and with raised voices, and Rasulullah came out and he said, what's happening here? Why are you arguing? And then he said to them that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had told me the exact night of Laylatul Qadr. But because of this argument, he made me forget that. But search for it in the last 10 nights of Ramadan among those in the odd nights. So first thing we have here is that the Nabi was the only person who had been told the specific night, exact date. And he was made to forget that. Right? So that's one thing. Um, because of the argument, yes. So some le- one lesson can be taken to say that, you know, don't argue and don't raise your voice in the masjid and so on. But that's not the point. The point really is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in His wisdom told His Nabi the exact night. And this is, inshallah, in order to honor the Nabi that he should not be a, those who don't know. So he knew. But Allah in His hikmat, also in His wisdom, made him forget that. Now you might say, well, What is the wisdom of forgetting? Now, I don't know the wisdom of forgetting. I don't speak on behalf of Allah, but I can un- tell you what I understand. And what I understand is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did that in order that the, that the Muslims 
can benefit from all the nights. So when you are searching for it, obviously every night and every day of Ramadan has enormous benefit, enormous value. And Allah does not want to deprive us of that. Now obviously, supposing we knew that Laylatul Qadr because of a hadith of Rasulullah because he said, supposing he had said, Laylatul Qadr is on 21st, Laylatul Qadr is on 27th, Laylatul Qadr is on 29th. If he had told us this specific date, that Laylatul Qadr is the night of such and such uh, day in Ramadan, then obviously we would spend that whole night in worship and the rest of the time we would sleep. Right? We would do something else. Now Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wanted to bless us and wanted to reward us and wanted to give us more than what we deserve as always. So therefore what he did Jalla Jalaluhu in his wisdom was he did not specify the exact night. He said it is among these 10 nights. Search for it. So this is a huge uh, benefit for us that we do not know a specific night, number one. Number two, they asked Rasulullah they said, Ya Rasulullah, are there any signs of Laylatul Qadr? Now he described some signs. He said, the morning after, now please understand, listen carefully. He said, the morning after Laylatul Qadr, the sun will shine and it, the rays will not be harsh. Right? Um, so the sun will shine and it will be a very beautiful uh, gentle sunrise, morning after, which means what? Which means that on a given night, supposing I just slept through or I did something, you know, wasted my time, and then in the morning I see the sunrise, oh, fantastic. So last night was Laylatul Qadr. So what am I going to do about that? What am I going to do about that? Because it's gone, right? So the beauty of this sign also is that the sign tells you what it was, what it may have been, but it does it after that time is over, which means that if I really want to benefit from uh, that night, I have to spend every night in worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, in ibadah, in dhikr, shukr, fikr. Um, and then the next morning I see the sun, I say, Alhamdulillah, I benefited from this, I gained the benefit of this, and I did not waste it, and this sunrise is, inshallah, evidence that I uh, got Laylatul Qadr, inshallah, right? So this is the second uh, very important point. So therefore, uh, make sure that we don't waste our time in these nights. Third important thing, you might say, well, different people have uh, given different dates, and people have said very quite authoritatively that it that, that it must be the 27th and a lot of people have talked about the 27th night uh, that it should be the 27th and this and that and the other and so and so said this so and so and some very eminent names right I mean I'm not I'm deliberately not taking all of those names may Allah uh, be pleased with them may Allah protect them uh, and so on now my principle I'm sharing with you without any compulsion that you should follow it. Follow it if you want, don't follow it if you don't want, but I want to make sure that I state what I see as correct based on evidence. This is not my personal opinion. This is based on evidence. In Islam, it is not permissible to specify a particular time, a particular date, a particular day, a particular week, month, year, uh, a particular form of doing worship unless there is clear evidence 
from Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam himself. Why do we pray the way we pray? Because he said sallallahu alaihi wasallam sallu kama kama raaitumuni usalli. He said pray as you have seen me pray. We pray in this way. We do not pray in any other way even though there may be other ways which seem nice to us but that would not be salah it would not constitute salah because that is not how rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam prayed right um, and so on so we are very clear with regard to this take for example when does a month start when does a month end our usual moon sighting uh controversies and mood setting arguments and all the thing about well why can't we uh you know we are now in modern times why can't we go by scientific calculations uh why can't we do this why can't we do that we don't need to in mo- in modern times for scientific calculations the hindus have had a lunar calendar for thousands of years and it's a very accurate lun- lunar calendar there's nothing wrong with that lun- lunar calendar it can be used very easily without any problem you don't ne- need any calculations the calculations have already been done why don't we use that because of the baraka because of the blessing of doing it the way rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam told us to do it we are focusing not on the day not on the moon we are focusing on the beautiful words of muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam and the baraka of following his ways and what did he say he said see the moon and start fasting see the moon and stop fasting now obviously it is our belief about him sallallahu alaihi wasallam that he also knew allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had given him the knowledge all about the new moon and how small it is and where on the horizon it is and where it is visible and where it might not be visible and what happens if there is cloud and he knew all of that and as i said the hindu calendar predates all this by centuries not by not by years by centuries and it was well known even in the arab lands of the 7th century when rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam was uh, was on this earth uh, alive uh, when he was walking on the earth it was well known because there were trade trade uh, relations between arabia and india and all of this was no so there was nothing and in any case allah subhanahu wa taala would have told him he there is a, there is a reason and these are this is from from the ghaib there is a reason why rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam said this we respect that so even though there is all kinds of calculations we say let us wait for the sighting and we are not saying every single individual has to sight obviously we know the we know the we know the uh, doctrine of that uh, as long as it is sighted in in a in a given um, uh, time zone or or in a given country in in, in america it's like three time zones when we are seen in california we accept it uh, we accept that sighting all over the united states and so on and then similarly in other countries if as long as it is sighted now is it possible that the moon is sighted on the second of the month meaning technically speaking by the calculations the what you see as the first of the of the month was is actually the second yes it is possible so what because this is what the rasul alaihi salam said we are following what he said we don't have to go deep into that and say no 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 but you see it was actually the second so this is the, so therefore now it is really the day of eid today and i am uh, i you know i am fasting or vice versa it is it is uh, day of fasting and i am feasting none of that as long as you are following the sighting of the moon uh, then you are following the sunnah of rasul sallallahu alaihi wasallam now why did i uh, link that with this because the rasul sallallahu alaihi wasallam when you are talking about laylatul qadr he did not he did not listen very carefully he did not specify a particular date what anybody else said after him uh, 
is a statement that is ascribed to that individual and that individual is not the Rasul of Allah. That individual was not receiving wahi. That individual also, given the names and the eminence of those people, they did not say, ignore what Rasulullah said, follow what I said. Right? If you think somebody said that, find me the statement. They merely said that, I think it is on this day, and may Allah save us from saying even saying things like this, because I frankly, between you and me, I don't think there is any need for anyone to say that. But people have said these things. People have said, for example, they have uh, given explanations about the huruful muqattaat in the Quran, which Rasulullah very clearly said, these are huruful muqattaat, only Allah knows their meaning. But there are many people, including some Mufassirin, who have said, Alif Lam means this, and uh, Alif Lam mean, means this, and Kafa Ya Ain Suad means this, and so on and so on. The point is, in Islam, it the safety lies in being within the boundaries, well within the boundaries. What Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did not tell us, we don't need to know. What Rasulullah did not specify, we don't need to know. To extend your tongue, zaban daraz karna, on things which we have no right to, is a pathway leading to the anger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Let us not follow that. Even the people who said, Layatul Qadr is on, on 27th and so on. As I said, very clearly, they did not say, it is definitely on this day, ignore everything else, including the hadith of Islam, forget that hadith, follow me. They never said any of that. They made a conjecture. As I said, between you and me, even that conjecture, was it would have been better for us and for them if they had not made that conjecture. It was an unnecessary conjecture. Anyway, they did that. And as I said, if it was good, may Allah bless them and, and reward them. If it was bad, may Allah forgive them. But we have no compulsion whatsoever to follow anybody other than the Rasul of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And he did not specify. Final evidence, the, the famous hadith of Aisha Siddiqa radiallahu she, she asked him, and listen to that, who is asking whom? This is Aisha Siddiqa radiallahu anha. There is no alim better than bigger than her. She is responsible for, the, 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 our ulama says she is responsible for 25% of the deen. Right? One of the greatest fuqaha of all time. She is asking Nabi Sallallahu if I find, she didn't say, what do I should I make on 27th? No. She says, if I find Laylatul Qadr, what should I ask Allah? And he said, Aisha, if you find Laylatul Qadr. He didn't say, why are you saying if, ya Aisha? I mean, it's on 27. It's on 21. Why are you saying if? He didn't say that. He said, if you find it, then ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and say, Allahumma inna ka afuwun tuhibbul afu fa'afu anni. Allahumma inna ka afuwun tuhibbul afu fa'afu anni. Oh Allah, you are the forgiver. You love to forgive, so forgive me. Now, something about which Rasulullah himself did not give a specific date, my submission, my brothers and sisters, do not get into these arguments. Don't get into all of this stuff. I don't care who said what. Whoever said it is not the Rasul of Allah. And as far as I'm concerned, in matters of deen, in matters of ibadah, our aqidah, our creed, our belief is that we do not follow anyone other than Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam. That's it, period. 
If somebody else tells me something and says this is the hadith of Muhammad sallam and it's a it's a authentic hadith I follow I'm not following the person who told me I'm following the one who said it who's Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alaihi wa alihi wasallam I I thought this is important for us because we are coming into uh, that time when uh, we will inshallah uh, be in the in the nights one of which is Lailatul Qadr please don't get involved in arguments if somebody is having a celebration saying tonight is lailatul qadr and tonight we are celebrating lailatul qadr stay away from that celebration because that celebration is bidah that celebration has no religious authority that celebration should not be participated in because there is a person whoever is saying that is speaking about allah without authority which is the biggest of sins to speak about allah without authority and we specifically and this is speaking about allah because all ibadah belongs to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so as long as that is not happening uh, you stay with yourself you do your own ibadah you you make rujoo ila allah make zikr make istighfar make tauba make lots and lots and lots of dua and we ask allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to accept this dua for you and me and we ask allah allahumma inna ghafuran tuhibbul afwa fa'fu anni وصلى الله على نبي الكريم وعلى اله وصحبه اجمعين برحمتك يا رب العالمين